Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast, and we are doing a special series just for Advent, where every day for a few minutes, we will come into your earbuds and share with you biblical truth, bringing hope, and pointing you to Jesus during this Christmas season. It is going to be so good. Let's dig in. Happy Friday, friends. Okay, today we are going to continue our series of Advent and but and but <laughs> we are going to use scripture that might not feel I don't doesn't feel Christmassy, but I will wrap it up in a pretty bow at the end, I promise. Let's dig in. I want to find out why did he come to us? Like what is the big deal about Jesus's birth for us? We're going to talk about it using a scripture today from 1 Timothy. But first, I found this quote from John Piper that sums it up really well. And John Piper says this, The message of Christmas for you from Christ this morning is that what is good and precious in your life need never be lost. And what is evil and undesirable in your life can be changed. I... I just love it. He's so good. Okay, so let's dig in to 1 Timothy. We're going to chapter 1, verse 15 through 17. Verse 15 starts with, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Verse 17, now to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Okay, he doesn't say that many evers, but you know what I mean. This is one of my favorite disciples. Homeboy Paul, my boyfriend, is speaking here. And why is he one of my favorites? <laughs> because he's a truth spitter. Like he does not care, but he has an ugly past. He sort of mentions it above and we'll get to it in a second, but he has such an ugly past, but God, the Lord redeemed and used his past, his current to preach to the masses. I also love Paul because he prioritizes discipleship and relationship with the father. He loves God and loves people. That is literally a motto of my life and my family's life. Those are huge priorities, priorities to me. So back to the scripture. In the scripture, Paul is writing this letter to Tim Timothy, who he left in charge of some of his mission field in Macedonia. And so with this, he digs right in to the first line of this packet passage. And I feel like this passage starts with like, hey, yo, heads up, friends, listen to me. Pay attention to what I'm saying here because it's important. Like that's where he starts at. Like, listen to me. He goes on to say, Christ came to save sinners, which I am the worst of. The first quality of being a Christian <laughs> has to be that you're a sinner, because if not, then you, you have no need for salvation. We are all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God and our need of a savior. Romans tells us that we know this. We live this, right? But did you notice that Paul didn't list the sins? He wasn't like, hey, Timothy, only the liars and cheaters can come with me. Only these, all these really bad people can't come or, 
maybe this is this sin's too bad, not this one, Timothy. Or, hey, this sin's okay, come on in. That is not how this works. And I feel like sometimes us as Americans or us as people, we do that. We categorize sin. But for this purpose, a sin is a sin. Whether you lied or murdered or anything between, it is a sin that separates you from the love of God. That is the point. Sin separates us from the love of God. Our perfect almighty God cannot be in the presence of sin. That is the chasm that we talked about a few weeks ago, right? But the Jesus that we talk about every single episode is that he laid down his life. But before that, he had to be born, right? So the gift of God this Christmas is that this person, this baby, is going to be born to save us all. This is why I'm talking about sin right now during our Christmas Advent series, because I really want you all to get this. And if you are coming here for warm, fuzzy devotional day today, I'm sorry, sis, but today's not the day. Um, but listen in because we hit some truth here and I would hate to miss out on this opportunity to share this message message today in fear of staying warm and fuzzy just because, you know, because there is danger in not talking about sin. There is danger in not lovingly calling out sin. Why? Because if people don't know, then how are they to come to salvation? That's, that's the goal here, friends, is to get our other friends who are not saved to salvation. So... Let's keep digging in scripture. Paul throws in his title as the chief of sinners, which he isn't like doing a humble brag. He legitimately calls himself the chief of sinners. Why is this? Because he believes that his sins were worse because he was responsible for death, imprisonment, suffering of Christians who he persecuted. However, this was Saul. This was his life before Jesus. Saul in Acts and 1 Corinthians and Galatians tells us Saul was a bad dude, like legitimately a bad dude. And that was Saul. When he met Jesus, his life changed. There was a trajectory of his life where he was headed for point A, right? He was going down this one path that was he was killing people. He was persecuting Christians. He was doing horrible things, but God, but God, he met Jesus and he changed his name to Paul. Jesus gave Paul a new identity, which is, we will dig into that because that's an entire episode in itself. But for right now, I want you to know that though Jesus may not change your name, like you might not go from Sam to Sarah or whatever, he can't, he will change your identity. He calls you a new creation. He calls you a new daughter. Gone is your past. Gone is the sin because you've repented that he doesn't look at you like that anymore. You have the blood of Jesus covering you. And so God sees Jesus in you. He has called you set apart and heir to the throne. He's called you different. So whatever your past looks like, I don't care whether it was little light lie or you killed someone. Like whatever that looks like for you or anything in between, obviously for most of us, it'll be the in between. But God calls you set apart. He calls you different. Once you had that interaction with Jesus, you're different. Your life has changed. Though your physical name, like Saul to Paul, may not be changed, it might as well be. You are a different person, a new creation because of him. Okay? I want us to get that. Again, we'll dig into Paul and Saul a different day, but 
you are still called a new creation. And so how exciting is that? Like, seriously. Okay, going back. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me, first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. The dude persecuted Christians, God's people, obtained mercy. He's saying, that's what he's saying. I got mercy. Mercy was available to him, which means mercy is available to all of us, to you and to me. I love this part of passage because he talks about as a pattern to those who are going to believe in him for everlasting life. This reminds me of two things. One, people are watching. (laughs) People are watching. You're patterning. People are watching that pattern so that you may lead them to Christ. But then that there is power, power in our testimony. God loves to see sinners saved and loves to us, loves us to show them the way, right? To save others, a pattern to other believers. We get to be a pattern to other believers, to other people in hopes that they too would become believers. That is why testimony is so important. It's one of the reasons we have this podcast is because I, Samantha Siemens, have my life and I have walked through things, hard things, good things, bad things, impossible things, yet my life can be hope and an example, and I hope it is, um, to other people who don't believe or to other Christians to strengthen their walk, but there are so many other women who have stories. So if you don't relate to my story Let me bring on someone whose story you may relate to, who they can share what Jesus has done in their life, who they can share their Saul to Paul stories. They can share miraculous things that he's doing. And maybe you can relate to their story, right? So we all have different stories. Testimonies is a fancy word for stories, whether it's our entire life story or it's this weather. Hey, there was this season story, right? There was this season where God did X, Y, Z in my life. Testimony authenticity, sharing is so important. We get to not only point unbelievers to the cross, but we get to point believers to the cross in hopes that they would strengthen their faith and give them hope and light because of what God has done through us. I love testimonies. <laughs> I hope you get that here. That is why we have so many different episodes coming up. In the new year, I'm excited because I have a list of some incredible women who are coming on to share their stories. And I, it's just, they're so good. I can't wait for you to hear. Okay, back to the scriptures. Now, to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. In this scripture, Paul has done his teaching in those short few verses. And now what's he doing? He's breaking out into praise and worship. Like it, I could, I can't sing, so I won't, but I could sing that last verse. I could shout that last verse. He's telling God the qualities that he believes about him. Friends, hear me when I say this. If praise and worship is not a part of your daily life, then let's change that today. Praise and worship will change you. It will change your posture. It will help us. It will help us to see God bigger than our circumstance or our stresses or our worries. It puts us in a grateful, thankful position, but it makes God bigger than us. Praise and worship does not have to be this big thing. 
We don't have to know how to sing because your girl doesn't. We don't have to know how to play instruments. We don't have to be a part of praise and worship band. It's not reserved for the most talented singers and musicians. It's reserved for every single person, for you, for me. You can praise him with song. You can praise him with writing, with art, with whatever your talents is. But also, just with your words, you can write down a prayer. You can say a prayer. This, my friend, this scripture alone, you could say this, write this down. Now to the king eternal. We believe you're eternal, God. We believe you're immortal, invisible. To God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Your prayers can sound like, thank you, God. You are magnificent. You are wondrous. Thank you for sending your son to be born. Thank you that we get to celebrate him. We worship you, God. Thank you for all of this. God, your name is the name and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Like it can be simple. We make it much more difficult than it is. Just like when our kids or if you have nieces or nephews or you know little children that are saying their first words, you're not like, come on, Lucy, my little one-year-old, recite the encyclopedia. No, you're like, just say a word. Just say something. I'm so anxious for you to speak to me. And I feel like God is not anxious, but he's excited for us to speak to him. So whatever like pronotions you have that are, oh, my words have to be holy. My words have to be beautiful. It has to sing, all of that. Get rid of that junk right now. Instead, just come to your father in a posture of praise and worship, thanking him, worshiping him for what he's done and what he's doing and what he will do. We are so blessed to be able to do that. And so again, if praise and worship isn't a part of your daily life, let's let's fix that today. Let's add that to our Bible time. Friends, I know this is kind of like not the warm and fuzzy we talked about, but why is talking about sin during our Christmas devotional so important? Because Christ coming into the world as a man was a huge step that he took in bringing salvation to us, to humanity, to mankind. Only a perfect man could pay the price for the sin of us, for the sin of fallen humanity, of fallen mankind. We have to know that this Christmas season. And yes, we celebrate that during Easter. But right now, today, we have to know that we are in need of salvation. We are in need of a Savior. And not only that, but there's others around us who are also in need of salvation. We don't get to celebrate Christmas with the, oh, I got 566 billion presents this year. Oh, I can't wait to buy you the biggest, best thing like commercial America would have you to believe. Instead, we get to celebrate simplicity. Um, We get to celebrate intentionality. We get to celebrate hope. The world outside might not look hopeful, but there's hope in Jesus Christ. The world outside might not look joyful, but there's joy and peace and love in Jesus Christ. That is who we get to celebrate this Christmas. Yes. Okay. We'll end it there, friends. I could go on and on, but I hope you hear my heart. You hear my love for this and you hear my passion for this, that it really is something that we get to focus on this season and share with our other believers, our non-believers alike, that man, Jesus Christ came in the form of a babe to save us for our sins. I love you. I hope you have an incredible weekend. Join me again tomorrow as we dig into a little bit of Titus and we talk a little bit more about Christmas and why Jesus came.
Also, friends, if you are feeling like lost when it comes to reading your Bible, you are feeling like you need someone to help you, to guide you, to coach you, to mentor you, to disciple you in things in your life that you're walking through, if you're needing help to get into your word more, anything along those lines, or you're just, you're wanting clarification, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, Abundant Woman Co. You can email me at hello at theabundantwoman.co, either one, reach out to me and let me know what it is that you need. Um, I am starting some coaching programs coming the new year. We're creating some um, resources, free resources and paid resources, things that will help you further your walk with Christ. And so I want your feedback. So do me a favor, message me, let it, let me know what it is that would be super helpful for you right now, currently in the season that you're walking through with the Lord. 